Hey guys, happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Mr. DJ. I hope you guys are having a great week and staying healthy. My guest today is Mr. Kurt Reynolds, aka Ben Curtis. It was such a fun time talking about his personal history with music, and he just has the most positive, contagious energy. Uh, he also has a new EP coming out today called Changing, so please go check it out, especially if you enjoy the show Dark. Uh, so please enjoy my interview with Kurt. I mean, Ben. No, we call now Kurt. Hello. Hi, Kurt. Hi. How's it Hi, going? How are you? Good. I I just opened this app. I was like, is it? Oh, it just instantly went in. Yes, it does. It just as soon as you type your name in, it starts recording. Welcome cool. to a Mr. DJ. It's happy to be here. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Um, yeah, no I worries. really appreciate it. I'm super stoked. So, um, just to give our listeners a little background of how I met you, um, it's actually a really funny story because I was at Splash House for a bridal shower, and mm-hmm. I believe you had just finished playing a set. And I mm-hmm. think somehow you ended up hanging out with our group for a second. And then we were posing for a group photo. Yeah, yeah. And then you jumped in. <laughs> yeah. And so we have this picture of you, like, with our bridal shower. And oh my so, um, yeah. <laughs> but then later, I remember I, you know, we did kind of like, you know, look you up and we're like, oh, yeah, he is on the set list. And so, you know, that's kind of how I started to um, follow you and um, just know like what you were playing. And I feel like you predominantly play in LA, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that, that's a great story. I love that. Um, ho- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hopefully I wasn't too crazy, but... Um, no, not at all. Fun. We thought you were so cool, especially because I feel like you were super <laughs> respectful because, you know, we were like, Thank you know, doing our bridal shower thing. And so it's yeah, usually like yeah. all girls yeah, and yeah, you were yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> giving us our space. But yeah, no, no, we don't have a negative memory at all. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, at the time when you when we met, which was about three years ago at Splash House, were you going as um, Kurt Reynolds? Yeah, I was. Um, so I've had the name for about, I want to say, since 2014. Okay. So six years now. Um, I don't know if you know this, but my real name is Ben. Um, <gasps> oh, my gosh. How embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not at well, all. Hi, no, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, no, no. All my, all my, all my best friends and family and like, you know, people, everyone calls me Kurt. It's just kind of been adopted. But um, I can give you a little background on like sort of how I got the name. Um, yeah, absolutely. So my, my real name is Ben Curtis. My last name is Curtis. Um, and just, I mean, we can talk about more of it, but basically I was, I was, a, it's, we started out as a duo. So it was my, we took the last name of my name, which was oh. Curtis, took Kurt and then the last name of the other guy. So that his last name is Reynolds. So we were like, Oh, what should we do? And then it was Kurt Reynolds. So fast oh. forward a couple of years. Um, and then I kind of just went solo with it, which has been right. awesome. Um, but we're so super close. I just talked to him yesterday, actually. Um, and so Kurt Reynolds kind of just blossomed. And I, and I was like, Got it. Uh, yeah, I was like, do I, cool. do I, do I keep That's the an name? Awesome and story. Like, yeah. That was so actually kind- going to be one of my questions because I mean, I knew it was, you know, kind of, a play on words but I wanted to know to be honest I thought it was something that like you know you kind of 
came up with the moment you were born because I thought your name was Kurt. So I was like, he yeah. probably has been planning this for years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's a bit of a stage name and it, and it also is cool. Cause it's also for like, it's, it's one project, you know? So I'm not, you know, it's not, not completely attached to you. It's like, you know, Calvin Harris is, is, is not his real name. So it's, it's kind of been fun. Um, yeah. and P- it's, it's fun to explain it to people. Cause it's like the, the, the reaction, which is like what you just had right now. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a funny, a funny, funny happening, but um, I definitely had thoughts about, you know, do I, do I change when I kind of went solo with it? I was like, do I, do I change the name? Do I start something new, whatever? But I was like, you know what, we there's already been a little bit of traction on the earlier days. And so I was like, you know what, we're just, I'm just going to ride with it. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's worked I out. Like it. So yeah, I like it. Okay. So did you start off with um, the other person? What is his full name? His, his name is Tyler, Tyler Reynolds. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of was the start of DJing for me. Uh-huh. Um, I was in college and I was actually pursuing acting in LA, and had was always really into music and kind of played instruments on and off throughout my childhood and was super super musical and was all into like hype machine and all the blogs and everything, but never actually um, like took took the time to DJ to learn to DJ or learn to produce. Um, so initially it just started out as like DJing. Yeah. And, um, I was just out of college looking for work and trying to act and kind of did the whole grind of, I was working at a bar and I was a bar back and he was actually the bartender and a few years older than I was. Okay. And there would be DJs that would come in and, um, we were like, we, we, we were both into the same type of music and you know, we were like, you know what, like we should just play here one night and like. I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then we were like cleaning up the bar at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? I'm down. Like that sounds fun. And we can teach ourselves. So just went on Craigslist and got like a little little shitty controller and uh-huh. kind, of, kind of would just spend random days here and there kind of like figuring it all out and just sharing music. Yeah. And um, from there, we kind of learned it. And we already knew the owner of this. It was a really, really small bar in Santa Monica. It was really grimy. Um and so we were like, okay, so then we just played a set there and then kind of started doing local stuff around LA and, um, and yeah, so it just kind yeah. of built from there. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And you know, sometimes I feel like the Grammy places are kind of the best places because I feel like you get an opportunity to kind of play what you like, you know, I don't think that they're that strict on, um, what your playlist is, is that kind of a right yeah. assumption? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. As long as I think there's a lot there, there seemed to be a lot of pressure on like, as long as there's people there buying drinks and having a good time, you know, right. um, it was never really about the music. It was more about kind of the, the, the business the business. numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't have a problem with that. Actually funny stories. Like the first gig that we ever did there, um, <laughs> I spilled a tequila shot. Uh-huh. And I, I blamed it on my friend, but I, cause like I, I told all my friends and like, tons of friends came so like oh my god you're like you're DJing whatever blah 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 and um came and spilled it on like the like PA like the like a sound board and like the whole, oh, all no. them all them all the music went out and I was like oh my goodness oh my god and luckily there was a backup one that we fixed like 10 minutes later but I was like I'm never I was like I'm never doing this again like I'm done 
I yeah. was like, this is just not, this is just not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's times, so funny. Look I mean, I'm, I'm glad look, you look kept I, going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. No, it's been, it's been a crazy journey. Um, yeah. and it's been, it's been really fun and really challenging and inspiring and, you know, ups and downs, but it's, 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 it's cool. It's worth um, it for sure. Love it. Yeah. It's about yeah. the love. Yeah. So when you were at Splash House, um, how did you get that gig? Like, um, were you already pretty well known in the industry or t- tell us about that? Um, so for, for Splash House in particular, mm-hmm. I played, I think, I think I played Splash House three times now and each time it's kind of been better, you know, grown and been a better outcome and better set time and stage and all that. Mm-hmm. But the first time I played, I had actually, it was just, I mean, just kind of through networking in LA and kind of with the other, with other artists and, and stuff. And I was actually reached out to personally from their team but um which was really cool yeah um, absolutely but, but I mean I had, Splash House is the, kind of a big deal yeah so so it was actually right after I had just played my first festival which was Lollapalooza which was like what? mine you yeah you played which, Lolla yeah That's so amazing. this was so this was in 2016 um okay which was which was pretty pretty that was when I was like I gotta do this like that that was like a game changer um, yeah. just kind of getting that whole experience and kind of seeing how everything operates and what it's like and that that feeling of like um just just playing for a new place and a new new fans and new city and just just the whole thing and being with around all the other artists was was like wow this is it like this is really fun um yeah. so from that you know it was just kind of a little momentum momentum shift I would say yeah um to kind of in, go in and went into like think and thinking the next month was August and then did that splash house. And then two years later, or maybe the next year did it. I think I met you maybe in 2017. Was it? Yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. So then yeah. it was, so then did it again in June the next year. And then I didn't, and then 2018, I did it in August again. And oh, then nice. last year I took it off. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much that's cool. each time it's kind of been a, it's just, that's the goal is to kind of keep building, I would pushing. say, and yeah. pushing and trying to, you know, trying try to just keep moving forward in, in a positive sense and and um and just kind of meet as many people in a good in a good and happy way when you're at these places and around the whole the whole industry and you know, engage with people in the right way and just over over time just keep moving and I guess things sort of happen. Yeah. There's wouldn't say there's like the it wasn't like a direct agent formula for that or um like a blow up song per se Um, it was kind of kind of just 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 manifesting (laughs) yeah no I love that I love that I feel like I'm constantly doing that and just manifesting you know random things (laughs) and hoping that they come true but I feel like a lot of it has to do with you know um actually believing what those those things you're manifesting yeah. you know because you can just yeah. say it but you also have yeah. to believe it yeah 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 it definitely is, is a daily process but it's also yeah and it goes back and forth sometimes it's like you want to pull your hair out sometimes you feel like you're going backwards sometimes you're like is it worth it but you just gotta gotta just kind of hone in again to that like core belief of of you know the love of it I would say right yeah yeah oh I love that so much so um, tell us a little bit about your childhood, your childhood. Um, where did you grow up? Um, so I grew up in San Diego. Okay. So I'm in LA now based, um, but I grew up in San Diego. So pretty close. Okay. Um, 
did you did you grow up like in a conventional family um yeah so my mom my yeah so my mom is from sweden so i have that whole side of my family that's really kind of this like swedish creative kooky like very (laughs) european side and then my dad's from the states um and was would do like I surfed a ton. I was always on the beach, was a little skate, like grew up on the beach down there and would skate and surf and snowboard and just like the typical like bleach blonde SoCal kid. But then also my mom kind of pushed this like artistic side for me. And I was in like musical theater and I would go and audition for like touring Broadway shows and tap dancing. Like I would be and playing sports at the same time. So I used to go from like, I was so embarrassed at the time that I think <laughs> I think I was like in eighth, sixth or seventh grade, but I was yeah. like, I was I was playing Pop Warner football and I would go from tap rehearsal straight to football practice and would like was was always crossing my fingers that like my teammates wouldn't find out because like you know when you're at, you're that yeah. age you're like you want to be <laughs> you're, you're getting to that time. like you got to be cool yeah, yeah yeah so I was and I think like one person found out and I was like don't say anything but um <laughs> I'm definitely all that all that kind of like diversity and well-roundedness I think I'm really really grateful for now especially um yeah absolutely kind of like un- have different mentalities for things um but yeah it was it was it was definitely like the San Diego vibe which I love it down there yeah. um is your but... family still living there now so my mom lives actually last week she moved to Miami but she she oh. until until I was 17 she lived there yeah um, my dad's still down there but she then she moved to New Orleans um and started a business in New Orleans so I would I was going there all the time um really cool city yeah uh, it's kind of like a second home um but just moved to Miami a couple weeks ago so hopefully she stays safe from the <laughs> pandemic but, yeah um she just texted me earlier and was like, can you come visit? Like, you're going to love it here, um, which I need to. But she yeah, lives in Florida, Miami. Miami's yeah, great. There's a lot of, um, yeah. there's some cool spots there for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's like the Miami too, beach yeah. scene, but then there's like <clears throat> a whole other like, um, you know, I feel like the, I call it the hipster side <laughs> that yeah, has oh, more yeah, culture. Yeah. yeah, she's in like, I think, I don't know that I can't remember the name of the the, uh, the area, but mm-hmm. she, she says it's super like Cubano and we're, we're, we have a little bit of Cuban in us. She's half Cuban. So, oh, okay. She, um, yeah. Um, she's in this like really old colonial, like everyone speaking Spanish oh, area nice. and there's like bur- roosters everywhere and kind of just like really cultural. Um, yeah. And, but still close to like the, yeah, the beach scene and stuff which yeah. I'm sure you don't always want to be just like locked in right there, but I need to make it out there. And hopefully when things get back to normal, um, definitely go and play some shows there. Cause there's a lot of good house music and, and DJ Absolutely. life there. And yeah. the other good thing about Miami is that, you know, a lot of those bars or like clubs don't close <clears throat> until like 7am. So yeah, um, I'm sure exactly. that would be good exposure as well. Yeah. Yeah. Although you- lately I've been loving, I've been loving my, my sleep schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. I feel like I've been getting a lot of, um, I've been more productive for sure. A lot of reading yeah. and all of that done um, because we're not really going out anymore. So yeah, no, I totally feel that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any siblings? Yeah. I have an, I have an older sister, Olivia. Um, she's three years older than I am. And she lives in LA as well. I live on the west side. She lives on the east side. Um, 
we're super, super close. She's, she was a huge influence on me growing up, kind of, you know, the older sister, a yeah. little bit more rebellious, a little bit stricter on her than it was on me. Um, but she was always giving, telling, you know, like, being like, you need to like this band, you need to like this, 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 like, she was the one who like turned me on to Justice when I was oh, nice. super, super young. And that was like yeah. the first electronic show I'd ever seen, which is actually amazing. Um, you went to a justice I, show with her like as a kid no I didn't oh. I didn't go with her she had she had gone and then I went when I would think I was 16 so it was really cool that was yeah for sure at like, 16 wow. that's such a cool <laughs> show to go to oh my god yeah, that's amazing yeah. um but no she was she's always been a huge influence on me just in in so many different ways and we're we're close and have a really good relationship I have a good relationship luckily thank god with with all of my my family yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually, I feel like very important sometimes. Um, yeah, especially during these times, you know, it's like, you have those people to look to um, when things are kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. Yeah, it's, I'm definitely grateful for that. And they, they, they all are super supportive and, and kind of like, just just really happy that I'm pursuing what I'm pursuing. And, yeah. you know, it it can get stressful, especially in times like now. But um, I think it's I think it'll work out. <laughs> yeah, it will absolutely. So is your sister super stoked that you kind of you know um, were influenced by her to kind because of the music that you play? You know, it's very just to sound like electronic music. Um, does she feel like super proud that she had some sort of influence on that? She definitely, I think she does. We've never really like talked about if she's proud about it or not. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I think normal, like my kind of my sound and styles and kind of change here and there. Right. Um, not like in a giant spectrum. It's, it's just always dance music, but um, now I'm kind of influencing her music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for <laughs> uh, sure. Cause I, that's my job. I'm spending all day, like, you know, discovering artists and, and, listening to new music and kind of like I have the time to do that yeah it's kind of like what that takes a lot of time so um yeah no she, it's she's she's stoked on it she loves to come out to sets and yeah she came to she she her and my dad came out to Lala when I did that a few That's years so ago sweet I love and, that and um yeah they've come to a lot of like the bigger shows and stuff she she does especially because she's closer yeah. So my brother and I have a similar dynamic. So I'm older than <clears> my brother. And um, I feel like growing up, I definitely, you know, uh, he, he was we were kind of listening to the same music, but he's mm -hmm. literally like an encyclopedia of music. He knows so much music. Yeah. Now, now I'm basically like you said, I'm like being influenced by him, if anything. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and we're super close as well. Um, we actually, awesome. our first um, music festival together was a Lollapalooza festival. No and, way. Yeah. And like, I mean, I talk about this frequently on the show, but it was, um, I wasn't really into electronic at the time and um, Daft Punk was playing. So he was the one oh, who kind of man. pushed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we went to go see Daft Punk and I was literally blown away and so yeah. grateful to my brother for kind of exposing me to that music because totally, it totally. was just uh, just so magical, honestly. And we were yeah. really far, but the energy was like insane. It was it was yeah. so wonderful. Yeah. Was it when was it when they had the uh, the pyramid? 
Yes, it was 2007, so was, I think. 2007, yeah, yeah. I listened to that. I actually just played that, like I would say, a couple weeks ago, driving. I was doing a drive and played that that Alive album. It's so good because you can hear the crowd. Yeah. In that in that album, and like it's, but if they like the way they the way they blend and like Justice does the same thing, the way they blend all of their, um, like different songs together. Right. Instead of just like instead of just like mixing tracks, it's right. more of like they're taking a vocal from a song and playing it completely on a new one for like a while. And then they switch it, you know, it's just, it's just a cool like puzzle piece. That's just keeps you on your toes. Totally. Really cool. No, I so don't... I'm, I'm super jealous. You got to, you got to experience I... that. Cause I, I was just too late. Yeah, think, no, I that. mean, yeah, I was, like I said, I'm like forever grateful because that was actually one of the last times they toured, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Yep. Yeah. So I got super lucky and um, it was all really thanks to my brother. So um cool yeah well, we, we we have a similar yeah we have a similar experience I would say yours is a little cooler but <laughs> I mean you got to see justice too as a 16 year old as a 16 year yeah. old I was not going to show so <laughs> just mosh I was mosh pitting yeah I was a 16 year old sober 16 year old mosh pitting just that's... like oh my god sweating drenched in sweat yeah that's awesome <laughs> so fun um what was the first cd that you ever purchased Ooh, that's a I want to say, I can't really remember, but I think it was along the lines of Blink-182 or Eminem, I would say. One okay, of those, two. <laughs> those yeah, are good choices, yeah, in, those in, are good. In fifth grade, I'm, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Enema of the State, Blink-182. Right, um, okay, cause, okay. Because I actually went, I, my mom took me and my sister, I was in fifth grade, and my mom took me and my sister, and our two best friends at the time. I brought my friend, she brought her friend and we went and saw them in, in San Diego at their That's concert. So awesome. And there was like so much, there was like so much profanity, but like, <laughs> I obviously didn't understand a lot of it. Right. Um, and it, but like I did kind of, but it was, I would just, it was just funny. It was just a funny show. Yeah. Um, That's like so really awesome. I love sick, that your but... mom was like, kind of, you know, um, allowing that, you know because oh yeah yeah she was yeah she, so she cool. definitely was pushing that yeah it's so it's her fault I'm a DJ it's actually ever <laughs> it's my whole family's fault but <laughs> but um yeah that was kind of was bound to happen I guess yeah for so sure um so I mean we've already kind of discussed you know that you've had a passion for music um when mm-hmm. did you first discover your love for music was there like a particular song or a time in your life when you were kind of you know you realized okay like music is really moving me I would say I don't know like a specific exact moment but I was kind of I was doing like piano lessons when I was in elementary school and dreaded it by the way and was kind of like they all they always do I feel thought it was like yeah I thought it was like work and stuff and then I think like seventh or eighth grade, I, I got a drum set and that was really fun. And I would start and, and a guitar and I started kind of teaching myself songs and just looking like on tabs online and, and would just kind of play around. Like I never took lessons for that and kind of started teaching myself. Yeah. Um, which it maybe at the time I didn't realize it, but that was definitely like pretty crucial. I would say just kind of like getting that, that mindset to be self-taught, um, right. which is what I, how I pretty much operated for the last few years now. Um, but I would say, um, that time. And then I would just walk around in middle school with like, 
a, a Walkman and play like classic rock, like Led Zeppelin. And I was super into ACDC and, and um, like the Doors and Jimi Hendrix and just oh, like nice. the, the, the OGs. So that was like, I would just like rock out and walk around at, at you know, snack break. <laughs> just like, <laughs> dude, you gotta listen to this. Yeah. That was the time. So then all through high school, I was really into music and then college as well. And then now, so. Who was pushing the classic rock? I don't know. I mean, my, my, my parents were really into it. Um, I was really into like the culture of surfing and skating and like that, that That's kind true. of mentality. And so I think I would watch a, a lot of, a lot, I used to watch a ton of surf videos and, mm-hmm. and um, there was a lot of really cool music in those kind of like the knife and like old electronic, like older stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so that would be cool. I'd like get pumped up to like go surf and stuff. Um but I don't know. It 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 just kind of fell onto me. I would yeah. say. Okay. What's yeah. a guilty pleasure song or artist that you have? Um, I would say, what's the the Porti Volare, Andrea Bocelli? Oh, Andrea Bocelli! Oh yeah. my gosh! But that's like so artistic. I was hoping for like Taylor Swift or something. Oh, uh, no, no. I, I, when I was in high school, I went with my friend with like parents took us to Vegas and we were at, sitting at the Bellagio fountains and they were, that song was going on. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, so like, we we're like, Oh my God, this is so sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like, I, I used to be obsessed with like Phantom of the Opera, which is, the musical obviously the classic yeah. broadway musical so i loved all that music and saw that show and like i would say all the music from that which is just like you're so super artsy che- super cheesy but <laughs> um yeah i'm not ashamed of it anymore no not at all that's yeah. like i feel of anything that's very cultured <laughs> yeah yeah i guess <laughs> um what or who inspired you to become a dj um I don't know if there was like one specific person, but it was kind of, kind of just like a collective, just, just going to like, I went to so many concerts. I can't even remember. It was just the, 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 the feeling of being at a live, at a live performance and like that energy there was really inspiring. Yeah. And then, and then kind of, you know, seeing some DJs, seeing some bands was just like this whole collective energy of like playing music for people and being able to like host that was a really, really inspiring thing um as i once i most it was mostly once i started kind of like learning how to do it yeah and how to like how to mix and how to how to spin and stuff um that it was like had this like vision um but like my family was really really was a big inspiration on that was like i want to i want to show them that that like i could do this um so i would say that cool okay um and you were talking about how like you have been self-taught so um, how did you learn? Um, were you watching videos or did you get guidance from anyone? Um, it was DJing was for DJing specifically. It was more of like just trial and error error, and um, like listening to DJ mixes and stuff and kind of understanding of, you know, timing and, and, you know, when's a good time to mix and when's a good time to loop and all this stuff. And, and like EQing. So that was more trial and error, a few videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say when I started producing, that was a lot of like, so that was all self-taught. So that was a lot of like YouTube videos. And I never like, I never went to like 
school or anything. I think I did a few online courses just to kind of get basics down. Right. Um, so it was that and then just asking some friends who had who had messed around in it before but weren't super serious about it, who like kind of had the time to be like, this is what like learn about envelopes and just like just like different things like and like EQing and stuff like that. Um so it was yeah, it was a mix between just kind of messing around and then like picking up little cues here and there of like right. things like but I think overall and I'm it's still it's still like a like a long, long learning process. I don't think it's I'm anywhere close to like and and I would say this about almost everyone is like it's always a learning process and it's you always you can always be better and you can always just keep keep improving and learning and trying new things. Um so yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, you always you never want to be complacent. You want to, you know, keep pushing yeah. forward. To so. be like a master, like if you're become like a quote master, then you know, you you you're going to still want to you're going to still want to improve and grow and if if you're not, then you've you know, then it's that's a challenging place to be. Um you try not to get there. You want to just keep the mindset of always getting better, I would say. Yeah. So I always um like to I guess um, teach my listeners and myself included because I mean I watch mm-hmm. DJs all the time, um, but I don't really know the um, terminology that's used. So can you explain to us what e- EQing is? Oh, EQing is equalization. So it's um, basically in like the sound spectrum, it goes from low frequency to high frequency and low frequency would be like a kick drum like a low like a bass and then a high frequency would be the higher kind of like hi-hat pitches and kind of like and then there's like it's like high like just to break it down i would say in three would be like high low mid uh-huh mid-range high range low ra- like low low range mid-range high range and it just basically goes on the way of like the sound and the way the waves are stretched out the sound waves which is okay. to get pretty deep on it i'm I don't know if I'm the best at explaining this, but <laughs> yeah. um, so EQing is like in production, EQing is is making sure that the whole spectrum is full. There's the low, there's the middle, there's the high, and then uh, making sure that Got everything it. kind of fits fits cohesively because you don't want too much low, too much too high, much too much high. mid. You don't, yeah, you want to, you kind of want to leave room for everything to kind of all the elements you have to be in their space. Yeah. So you can hear it all. And then in DJing, you're when you're mixing the those those EQing the EQing part it would be for like when songs are playing together or you know you want to have you want to bring up a certain frequency so you can hear a vocal better and take out a low end of another one so you can hear the bass from another song yeah that's playing so it's kind of like it's kind of adding and subtracting basically got it um the whole the whole spectrum of of the way like our ears work would would that be like um sort of almost like how you get blending because you said like when there's two songs and you're playing two songs together and you play the vocals of one song higher and then the other um is more the melody of the other song and mm-hmm. okay 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 cool. yeah yeah it's yeah mixing blending yeah yeah it's the same idea um, got it okay yeah um so did you start off uh playing or learning with vinyl or did you start off with serato no i kind of want to slap myself because i've never done vinyl okay and i know i should and i know people will be like dude what are you doing i didn't learn on vinyl i did not learn on serato 
um, I learned on Tractor. Okay. It's, and so, Tractor, I'm guessing, is another program so, that's similar to Serato? Yeah, it's, it's very similar. It's a little bit, Serato is just a different layout in the way it works. Mm-hmm. Serato is kind of, you can actually use like a, use Serato with like a, with vinyl, with a vinyl setup. You just won't actually right. put like the records on. Mm-hmm. Um, Tractor is kind of like it had, they have their own controllers. It's its own software and it's kind of, it's a little bit more towards now I would, now I would play on like the Pioneer CDJ equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of that that same breakdown where you can kind of see the waveform like the song moving got it um but there's no vinyl like mimic sort of like serato basically um there might be for it i'm not sure i just didn't really explore that too much i was kind of just i was kind of just doing that and then i was like need and then learned on the learned on the bigger stuff with like just like the usb drive or the hard drive that you would plug in to like load all your music right um so yeah i'm not a, i'm not a vinyl head though i wish i wish i took some time in quarantine to to um to learn, learn that or or another time it's just expensive and i and i can't go and really hang out with people or you know yeah don't have that gear so yeah yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, um, I for sure, that's one of the things that um, one of my other guests talked about that, you know, vinyl is so expensive and so heavy. <laughs> so it's yeah. not, it's not practical, basically, yeah. you know, but it is it a is, good way is, for, for you yeah. to learn. Totally. I mean, if you can learn on that and use that, then you can pretty much do anything, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and that's why they, that's why they call it B2B back to back. Because when the when the DJ, when two DJs would be playing vinyl at once, one would be DJing and the other one would have his back to him digging through the crate trying to find the next vinyl to oh, play. Oh, see, I love this. You just taught me a new <laughs> thing. I love that. I okay. don't know how many people who listen to this. I already know that. Like maybe I'm just dropping something, but at least yeah, at least now you learn. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as I'm learning, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. You talked about your first gig at the um, bar that you were working at. Was that your first time playing anywhere? Um, was that your yeah, first that gig? Was like, yeah. Okay. yeah, that was my first first like actual gig. Like, And it was actually paid. Wait, was it paid? I don't remember. But um, <laughs> it might have been, to be honest, which is actually cool because that the owner was a little crazy. But um, yeah. yeah, that was my first first gig and then from there did it a few more times and kind of started doing a few other local spots this was this was in like Santa Monica um and then yeah just kind of ground work ground yeah ground (laughs) Um, um from that first time performing how do you feel that you have grown um emotionally and musically oh so much um I think a confidence thing is definitely, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause like, I'm definitely more confident in the DJing abilities and kind of how I want sets to go and that kind of that journey and that musical like experience. Yeah. But I think now it's more, I get more nervous now than I did then. Cause then I didn't have, then when you're starting out and you're doing stuff, like it feels like you don't really have much to lose and you kind of just like, whatever. And now it's like, if there's more eyes and, and you're kind of there's a little more recognition there. It's a little yeah. bit more like, you know, you like want to you want to like be perfect. Yeah, you want to yeah. be perfect and stuff. And so 
you don't want to mess up anything and whatever. And it's a little, it's just more serious, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it, but, but obviously my, the abilities have, have gotten, have just gotten so much better and kind of the library, the music, which is just accumulated over time and kind of staying on top of that. And emotionally it's, it's still, it's still kind of that same feeling, which is just, it's, it's like it's just like the the most fun rush ever i would say just to yeah. kind of even even small stuff it's just a fun kind of energy circle i like to say that it's you're kind of locked into yeah um it's a happy time for sure yeah absolutely i mean i'm always happy if i'm dancing <laughs> yeah yep yeah that's the thing is i dance a lot so yeah uh, i'm kind of right there with you <laughs> I, I kind of see it i kind of see it as a way to just just dance and it's really yeah that would it's 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 an escape that's that's much needed in today's world oh yeah yeah I totally agree and it Um, sucks that we can't be doing it right now but it'll come back I know and I feel honestly sometimes because I've been watching you know some live sets and like the music is so good but I just feel silly dancing you know by myself the (laughs) the live streams yeah. yeah yeah no I I totally agree I was at the be- at like starting of March and stuff, I was definitely um, like every- there were so many going on at once, and I everyone was like, "Oh my god, I need to I need to make a Twitch, I need to do all this stuff." But and it's it's just it's just not the same, and I don't think it ever will be. It, yeah. I don't. I mean, if somebody can prove me wrong, like I'm all here for it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just you just need that like personal like you need that personal energy and that face to face and that. Um, just that loud ass system (laughs) yeah totally Um, I mean we're social human beings so yeah it's yep yeah like you said we need that yeah that contact with other people yeah um so have you ever felt discouraged in this industry um oh definitely I would say yeah that's a challenge definitely like many times yeah um I don't have any really specific examples, but there's just, I mean, there's just a lot of rejection. There's a lot of, sometimes you, there's a lot, there can be a lot of ego involved, which is something that you really have to fight against. Yeah. And, you know, and, the, and then the political stuff of like the hierarchies and the times and the, and, and that stuff. And it's, it's, you just have to like, kind of obviously stand up for yourself and kind of believe that what you have is great. And, and that people are going to enjoy it and had did enjoy it and just, and just not get down on yourself as long as it's like something you love. But I would say there's definitely can be a lot of discouragement. Um, It's yeah, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard mentality. I would say that's, you just gotta, I don't know, you gotta just keep going. Yeah, for sure. um, What are some things that you feel that you um, like work for you to overcome those feelings? um like just, positive just try affirmations to, um yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm like I'm the opposite I'm like yeah. you're an idiot what are you doing but but no no not not like in, that's I'm not like serious about that but it's more of like just try to learn from I would say just try to learn from each experience and each person you work with or meet or or response you get or and don't pay too much attention and kind of just just keep like keep your mind moving forward and, and like having a goal Mm-hmm. um and just like believing in that and I would say that yeah just just look, try to it's just just learn from everything 
Yeah. Um, learn what to do, learn what not to do. Like everyone makes mistakes, learn from those mistakes. Um, and then also just, you know, take responsibility for certain outcomes and, and efforts and, and just that, just the whole idea of like, what can I, what can I get from this? What, like, how can I be better? Um, and how can I get myself back, like through that, like pendulum swing, like back to like where I need to be. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a challenge, like you said. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not easy. And it's some people, I know, I know some people think that it's, 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 it's an easy thing, but it's, it's pretty tough. And I I think I've learned that as I've grown and kind of been building more and more, it definitely is, it doesn't get easier. And I'm, I'm absolutely not where I want to be yet. I have huge, huge, huge goals, Mm -hmm. but, but I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm telling myself that it's not going to get easier. It's not going to make you happier when you get to these places. Like you, you have to, you have to be happy in every single step of the way. And you have to like, enjoy that because that's like, that's like that whole dream, like that it's all about that. So if you're not happy, if you're not happy at the start, then you're not going to be happy at the finish and, and all through all the midway points. So you just have to keep, keep, keep that strong, like happy faith. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And that makes Mm -hmm. so much sense, you know, because, Uh, Like you said, if you are not happy, like all those external things are not going to bring that happiness. So like you said, you have to be very present in what you're doing and happy and enjoying what you're doing. And, you know, like just experiencing those moments and appreciating them, because if you get to that end goal and, um, you know, you're kind of just down or like not happy all the time then those things are not going to (laughs) matter exactly yeah if you're there and you're like wait this feels the exact same as it did 10 years ago five years ago then it's like well what now yeah Um, like you just wasted all this time yeah (laughs) yeah for sure yeah and being it I love that attitude yeah um Um, would you say that you use music as therapy I mean I'm sure you do (laughs) yeah definitely um what yeah, type of music do you listen or do you turn to when um, you're feeling down? Like what's something that gets you out of a rut? Like which Ra- song or Radiohead. artist? <laughs> Radiohead? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Everyone always which is like, Radiohead album? is so depressing, but that's my, no, that's my I favorite freaking artist love that. of all time. That's my favorite artist of all time. But um, In Rainbows? Which In Rainbows, uh, OK Computer. I I honestly, all of them. I really like all of them. I have. I'm looking at an In Rainbows vinyl that's hanging on my wall right now. I have it framed next to my bed. (laughs) That's Um, awesome. That's literally one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so good, and their live set's incredible. But um, I know. I don't know. I would say just thinking recently because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of mental challenges with everything happening. Um, I just put on, I just put on like meditation and like sitar meditation playlists and just read books. (laughs) And that's been really, really good therapy that I didn't really have the time or like encouragement to do. But now, now it's definitely like a a daily, maybe not every single day, but like four or five days a week. Oh, that's good. Um, so it's been, it's really, really helped me mentally. And I'm, I feel like I'm in a really good place now, which, which, which I'm stoked on. Yeah. Because like March and April were really tough. Um, oh, yeah. And I mean, there's it's this whole this whole pandemic and just all the all the, the bad shit going on right now is is and all the change that's happening is 
it's just it comes in waves you know like there'll be two couple days where you're like stoked on everything and you're positive <laughs> and your outlook is good and then it'll just hit you out of nowhere and you'll be like wait what like well, yeah. why is this all happening this totally I, I would it's say it's been a roller say, coaster for sure yeah um and hope hoping that it's all it's all for the better for everyone you know yeah I hope so too I think that you know um maybe I mean it's I feel like a lot of good things are coming out of it. Um, I mean, this podcast is actually uh, a product of it. That was, I came up with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, I got um, furloughed and I was like, what am I going to do? I need to find purpose. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this was, this was the thing. So no, for sure. A lot of, yeah, I'm super, super stoked. Um, And actually, you know, um, another reason why I know of you as well is because Toro is um one of my good friends and I he was actually one of my first interviews um and I was like oh you know what I'm gonna like hit him up he's been like he's really good and like I love his energy yeah and I feel like it would be good so he's always he's 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 a good communicator like he's he's a I'm, I'm glad you got him on the podcast and I I looked at I looked at your other episodes and I was like, actually, I was like, wait, maybe she did start this. And during this pandemic, I was actually thinking about that because I saw that I think you started in May or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, Which yeah. that's great. No, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, thank you for having me and, and to be a part of it like early on, because hopefully you don't stop and you continue. That's yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of, um, I mean, Toro is definitely one of those people that has, kept messaging me and he says please don't stop because there'll be some weeks where I don't release one and it was really more along um uh, you know around the time when all of the like just ugliness was kind of happening with all the police and stuff and I just didn't feel it was a good time for me to be releasing stuff and he messaged me and I was like oh no like I'm not stopping like he's like yeah keep pushing forward please don't stop and like I love those words of encouragement because you know even if I have like a couple listeners it's just like nice to kind of hear those words um yeah just have a conversation yeah Yeah, and if Toro if you listen to this call me Um, he will no, listen I miss, to it. I, I miss I miss that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've had some amazing times. He's actually he was he's a big inspiration for me because he was had he was had already been DJing for a bit um before and like I hadn't really been producing and stuff and we we did some events together and I think we're 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 still good homies and um I think I, I was looking on like my my like Instagram story, like timeline or, or throwbacks or whatever. This was like a week ago. And I don't remember, I'm sorry, Toro, when your exact birthday is, but he, I, I had him (gasps) come play an event. I had him come play an event in LA for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, It's like July, like fifth (laughs) or something. No, my God, you're right. He's he's honestly, he's honestly one of my favorite DJs. Like no joke. He's so good. Like, his, his just the way he like knows exactly what to play at the right time and exactly yeah. <laughs> like the vibe and the mood like he's he's nuts like he's so good and, like he'll he'll throw on a track that like I'm like wait dude you have this and you're playing it right now like you're insane this is so sick <laughs> yeah like truly he, truly a good DJ he's not just like big time like sick set like playing all the bangers like he's a true like artistic DJ curator yeah like, really, I, really agree. Solid, I agree and some solid mixing skills yeah yeah, he's really great. I I adore him. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges in your experience in this industry? 
Um, I would say like definitely like the mate kind of dialing in what you want to put out with us like that sound and that's more mm -hmm. of a producer thing it's right. kind of because I've kind of jumped around from stuff and I'm starting to finally get that down of like yeah. what the sound I want to have right. um that's definitely a challenge and can take a long time and then just this the like the confidence to to release stuff and then and then not even just self then from going from there to kind of work with a label if that's what you want to do and work with labels and 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 just building and kind of like you know facing that rejection and not giving up and just keep trying and yeah. um and staying humble too like i'm i don't think i have a problem with it but i know that it's it's it is a big issue and people can take advantage of they you know they think they have certain powers and stuff but i'm always trying to just stay grounded and and um i wouldn't say like you know i wouldn't say i don't have a problem with that i'm just saying that that, that that's like a common I guess we're talking about me, but that is like a common thing in the industry, right, that, in the I, industry. that I've seen and people don't, you know, people don't support each other behind their backs, but in their face, they will. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, overall, it's more of that, just that it's scary to put out stuff that kind of comes from your heart that you've worked so hard on. Yeah. And that's like a challenge in itself that once it's out, it's like, you know, you can always pivot, but it's not the easiest thing to do. And you're always kind of, you're always kind of like, is this good? Is this not? Is there, are people going to like this? And I know it's, you not pay attention that you got to just do what you like to do. Yes. What you think sounds good, Absolutely. but, and trust and trust that if, you know, trust that if it's gotten you that far to whatever point, you know, just, just, um, and just like promote that, whatever. But I would say kind of, kind of that whole idea of like, adapting to that change and and um yeah I don't know yeah I mean basically like acceptance too because acceptance, I feel like a yeah. lot of that it's a lot of jealousy and then yeah there's a lot of jealousy and and like you know comparison and I would say comparing is a really really tough thing in, in any sort of art form oh yeah um that's a big challenge is like comparing yourself to other artists or artists you look up to or your peers or whatever and then and then kind of just like trusting, trusting your work. Um, so, yeah. And then the yeah, rejection as well, because that's, that's always. <laughs> yeah, that's rejection come, no matter, is rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> rough. I have this um, really good quote. I always um, like to remind myself um, it's comparison is the thief of all happiness. Yeah. You know, it's it's so true. Like you don't want to compare yourself to anyone um i heard another podcast and um it it talks a lot about you know you always want to compare yourself to an earlier version of you yeah. because you know more yeah, than likely cool. you are a better human being you know so yeah, never compare totally. yourself to someone else because that's someone else you know it's not you Definitely. So. Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah, you got to understand that like, you know, everyone has their own unique, you know, thing about them and it's no one, no one is ever going to be identical no matter how much you try. Exactly. Yeah. And so, that's yeah. what actually makes, you know, each of us so special is that yep. we're yeah. like, there's something different about us and that's mm -hmm. what makes us awesome. Um, so turning it in a positive way, what have been, you know, some of the biggest rewards in this industry, in your opinion, um, besides the free drinks? 
<laughs> the, the, the drink tickets, the bottles of yeah. champagne. Um, just cha- just seeing like just seeing people smile and 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 be happy and dance, and that would be from the live thing and people saying how you know how fun how much fun they had and and that and and then and then just just getting you know here and there just getting messages from people that are like dude like your music has helped me in so many ways which is which is just crazy to see that like something like you don't you know you're not you don't think about in a certain way but just just affecting one person in a positive way can just change everything It's the best. Feeling. So it it's is the most the rewarding, best. and that's the, that's probably one of the reasons why I don't play. Like one of the things to like that push that pushed me to keep going is is just that. It's like obviously you want to grow and and get millions and millions of fans, and but like it's 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 always going to come down to like the like the unique helping experiences and and just like the uplifting vibe of it. Um, and then just like the thing of like something that's so challenging to be like, I'm doing it and you know, I'm doing it and I'm doing well at it. And that's like a mindset to have. And I don't yeah. know, I'm not saying I'm, I am doing well at it, but like, I'm saying no, like, just like, are. just, just, um, just kind of like believing in that and like standing up for yourself um, and saying like proving yourself wrong, being like, you know, or proving other people wrong is a positive yeah. thing. Um, not, not to yeah. be like mean or anything, but like, you know, like you know what if you don't no, think so then like you know what? i'm going to do this and i'm gonna do it better than you sometimes honestly that's what <laughs> pushes me the most when people yeah. tell me like you can't do it i'm like watch me <laughs> yeah so no, no sure. yeah as long as sure. it, as long as you just come from love and respect and 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 like a good place then then, then nothing can really stop you i would yeah. say yeah no i agree um so you did talk about you know you doubling into or just kind of um zoning in more into the producing side so um you are producing music now correct yeah so i've been producing since 2015 um oh okay yeah wow it's flown by um yeah but like self-taught so there was like a little few remixes and like random little tracks here that i don't think exist anymore i think i took them all down but just yeah i've been producing since for that long and i and now to look back, which is crazy. It's like, I've gotten so much, so much better. And I'm still like, yeah. even like a week later, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I didn't do that last week. And like stuff like that. Um, yeah. Cause now it's like, it's like what I do most of the hours of the day. Right. Um, But yeah. So I'm. So you, been you've been producing years. for a while then. Yeah. I like, yeah, to think nice. it's only been, I like to only think it's been a couple of years, but <laughs> we, can, we can pretend. Yeah, no, but yeah, five years. So, yeah, but that, I mean, that's um, five years is pretty quick, I would say in terms of, of something. Yeah. Thinking back in five years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was a long time ago. I don't think, I uh, think I'll get to where I want to be in five more or maybe one more. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They I mean, say, you know, with this pandemic, you you might be stuck in ho- at home. So you have all this time to practice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Working on um, stuff. Yeah. Do you ever, like, because I know you do some remixes. Um, do you ever do any, like, mixtapes? Yeah. So I have, um, I have my Tide series, which I'm in love with. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's just like, it's like, I, I put them all out at kind of a crucial time and I write this whole thing that kind of is like a topic for each one. 
Okay. Um, they're called Tides and they're on my SoundCloud and they're mixtapes. And I, you know, I usually try to include one or two of my own songs in them. Nice. Um, I actually, re- I actually I released that. one. I released one um, on Tuesday. No, Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. Cool. Yeah. So that was cool. 11. And then the one before that was like three months before. The one before that was, I think, like March. And then before that, it was like six months. I don't know. There, I definitely don't do them all the time, but right. I have 11 now. And actually, Tides Volume 2, which is still one of my favorites, was what got yeah. me booked at Lala. So Ooh, um, I'm gonna check, check that to one that. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I'm totally going to listen um, to that. But I definitely put some purpose into them. I, I write a little thing about what, what kind of it means to me and kind of the like the like journey of it because each mix is definitely a journey. Yeah. Um, and they, they have their like, they're each different, but they definitely have like a sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do 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 the tides, which are like a, definitely a passion thing. Yeah. Um, huge passion. And I, and I always try to do like the newest and sometimes unreleased music. Um, nice. At the time, but... I do that, and then I've, I I'll do mixes like guest mixes and stuff, and and all that. So just cool. whenever those come up. Cool. And um, for all the listeners, do you have any upcoming projects that we should look forward to? Yeah. So actually, this Friday, then thirty first or next Friday, one week, thirty first, I have an EP coming out. Um, it's Fun. called Change. It's called Changing. Okay. And it has two tracks. The two, it's an A side and a B side, and it's definitely it kind of it talks about how I've been going through a lot of changes artistically and just like in general when the kind of the old bro- the whole broader changes of society and the world and everything, but also kind of it's a deeper kind of more more darker like edgier sound. Okay, um, definitely for like the late night club vibe. Um, and I'm super, super hyped on it. It's like I'm really proud of it. So that comes yeah. out on Friday. One of the one of the tracks is the the, the headline track is called "Changing." Um, okay. Which is has these cool kind of vocals coming in and out, and a really like low bass, um, kind of like UK, but like still groovy. Yeah. Um, and a little bit progressive, but not like too much. I would say. Okay. Um, that's just how I see it. But then the other track is a cover, and it's the first time I've used. And I know some people are like, don't do covers in dance music, whatever. But I'm like, it hasn't been a song that's been covered a lot, at least I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's my first time using my own vocals on the track. It's um, called Goodbye, and it's by Aparat. Okay. And it's a really, really classic song, super slow and melancholic. And it's the it's also the, the, um, the theme song for my favorite Netflix show ever, the German show Dark. Oh my god, I freaking love Dark. Yeah. So it's the it's the, it's, the it's, theme song for that. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. So I did a I did a dance, like a deep dance cover of that. Oh and I sang the god. lyrics. And I I'm you're gonna pumped. love this. You're gonna love this. So I so I did like a daft punk vocoder on my vocals. Like you can't really tell that it's me singing, but it's like has yeah. it's like that effect. So dude, you'll be able I'm to hear pumped. it on Friday. Um I'm pumped for that. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, one it's, of my freaking favorite shows. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's 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 so for that song. I mean, it, I think it came out in two. Yeah, it came out in two thousand eleven. So definitely before the show. And I'd always, I loved that song for a long time. Yeah. And it's really emotional and like slow and like kind of like, you know, it's but it's not like it's not like it, it it's not like it doesn't lack energy. It's just a really like 
emotional song for me yeah, um, yeah and the chords and everything and kind of just the way it builds up so I was like had always thought about like should I make a cover of this so that's the b-side of that of that EP coming out cool. on Friday in a week um we'll see we'll see awesome. um, I'm just happy I'm just I'm happy really, to put really it out excited for that because like you were saying before like during this whole quarantine and all like the social injustice and all like the bad shit happening it's it was it's hard been hard to kind of like do like a to promote yourself yeah in a way and and i you know it's like kind of scary to put stuff out and what people are people gonna be like you know like don't it's not, it's not the time whatever but i i like to stay positive and try to think that the world needs music now more than ever absolutely and it was it's about time because my last release was in march so yeah no it's been, it's been like six months um right so yeah. No, this so. is a perfect time. I'm really stoked yeah. to hear it and I'm very proud of you. Thanks. And um I before I let you go, I just have a couple yeah. more questions. Um so do you have any current uh artists or bands that you're currently crushing on that you know you want to share with the fans? I always like to put out a, you know, some songs that you guys are listening to. Um I wouldn't have a specific song off the top of my head, but I would say like I'm right this EP was inspired a lot this like current one and like this new sound that i'm developing is definitely like the hot since 82 kind of like Ooh, tech yeah, house, okay. but like groovy but edgy but like still has the influences from like the disco vibe and the vocals and yeah and, and kind of that and um i've been listening a lot to my friends Anden. they just okay. they just released on yato's um label i think last week um okay and they're from Brooklyn. They're actually brothers, but one lives in Chicago, one, one lives in Brooklyn. And I played with them in New York City in 2018 and 19, actually. So they're really, really cool. Um, yeah. Their sound is, they're amazing production. Um, they're, they're, they're kind of like, they're kind of really blowing up right now, I would say. So I'm stoked What's, to just watch how do you, that. How do you spell it's What is Anden. it? So it's A-N-D-E-N. Oh, okay, and in. Like, okay. Yeah. So not like um, and in. So like and in. No, and no, no, no. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and Monkey Safari. Okay. Just came out with a new track today that I'm obsessed with. Um, like I've been really kind of into like the like more kind of like club forward not techno but still melodic but not too melodic but not too progressive but still like has that <laughs> like i don't know there's the, the fine balance i would say yeah uh, but monkey safari is their classic they've been around for a while i'm really liking their sound as of late um icarus is really dope they just dropped an album i think like a month ago so good so good <laughs> Um, okay cool i'll have to check those out because i don't know of any of those so awesome cool well um for any newcomers what's a piece of advice that you'd like to give them um i would say just find why you like what you're doing and if and really look in yourself and if it's something that you really love like and don't listen to anyone else and then just don't stop doing it Okay, but you yeah. have to, but it, but enjoy the process, um, enjoy the work, put in the work and enjoy that work. Yeah. And it can be really hard and daunting, but, um, I would say just don't, don't give up. And if you really love it, like just keep, keep pushing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, Ben, thanks so much. Yes. It was such you can a call, pleasure. You can call me Kurt. You can call okay. me Kurt. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, sorry. how embarrassing that even call it by his name. <laughs> I kind of threw a curveball at you there in the first, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry I about like, that. I should no, no, have dr- dropped it at the very end and see what would have happened. <laughs> um, but like it's too like sometimes I gotta just be open and be like look here's the deal alright yeah <laughs> no and I mean it's it was a good icebreaker but, for our for our for our interview yeah. so no yeah, I, I had a feeling yeah because if you maybe you wouldn't have asked if you would have just assumed my name was assumed, Kurt Reynolds and not yeah. asked like where I got the name hey yeah the, I just read the four agreements I think the number two agreement in the four agreements is never assume anything Oh, I know. I mean, that's the one thing that we always, what is that common phrase? Never assume because you make an asset of you and me. <laughs> you know how people yeah, say that all that's the time. A, that's a tough one because I'm always like, I'll be texting like someone and be like, hey, like I'm assuming this. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Not, but it's. It, <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But um, yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun and, and really cool to talk about. And I'm I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, me too. Thanks again for sharing your time. I hope you had fun. And I was so... I um, did. Good. I'm glad. And um, it was so nice getting to learn about you and your personal history and how you got to where you are. Um, Keep that positive attitude. uh, And I hope to see you at the next party. Definitely. Yeah, we'll link up soon. I know it'll happen. Absolutely. Take care and have a good night. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.